Hello and welcome to episode number three of the Foreigners.app podcast with Alice and Lizzie. We are here today to discuss a bit of a topic, a bit of a juxtaposition between us. So are you a trainer or are you a performer? Are you someone that loves to train and hates to perform or are you someone that loves to perform and doesn't really like to train? So that is where we're headed. But first up, quick fire. I'm going to start. Alice, favorite condiment this week? Tomato sauce. I'm back on it. Nah, it's actually ketchup, to be honest. Oh, I've been, yeah. I've been near ketchup. Yeah, and I, I might have accidentally smuggled that in. It's good. Fair enough. Morning or evening exercise? Morning, always. Uh, one piece bathers or a bikini? Back on the bikini after a really long stint in the onesie. I'm back on a bikini. Okay. Specifically, that bikini has to be high-waisted though. Okay. All right. Good to know. Do you prefer a Monday or a Sunday starting calendar? Monday. Sunday's weird. Yeah, good call. I agree. Breakfast before running? Do you do it? Well, I guess you've got to define breakfast. I wouldn't call what I have before I run breakfast, but I definitely have something before I run. Like what? Like juice, banana, coffee. Okay. That's my vibe. Uh, your quick fire, you ready? Mm-hmm. Cappuccino or, now this is a loaded question, a homemade chai by me. Carefully, carefully enough. I don't want to answer this because I'm going to get in trouble with cappuccino. <laughs> Savage. All right. True or false? Answer this. Have you ever raced in a pair of undies as opposed to briefs? Oh, do I have to actually answer? Granny. How is the one? Okay, I have, I have. And I do recall probably one of the first times I did, it was in a race in Hobart. And I remember, remember being at the cafe afterwards and someone was said, were you racing in a pair of undies? It was actually noticed. Um, How did they notice? Like, was there seams? Was there a tag? They were purple. <laughs> Dude. I should have been black. It's <laughs> incredible. Okay, amazing. Quick fire. Solo session. You're on a run. You've done plenty of solo sessions of late. What can you not live without? Uh, people. Can I bring a friend? I oh, know. That's... Lizzie, you just love to train with people. I love people so much. <laughs> Whereas I would prefer to run all day, every day, just by myself. I just need a chat in between the wrecks. Just none of that. Uh, spikes or super shoes? Spikes. Old school. Yeah. All right, sourdough or a crunchy white roll? Oh, it depends on the day. No, don't give me that. This is quick fire. Uh, crunchy white roll. Fair enough. All right, let's get into the meat of the session. All right, so basically we have two completely different parties here. I am someone that very much loves to train, not so into competing, to be perfectly honest. Lissy is an absolute incredible performer, which is why you are the professional athlete that you are. But training is not necessarily my favourite thing to do. And so uh, I guess first out, what is it that you actually love about training? Please enlighten me. What is it about smashing ourselves and working hard, sweating? What do you love about it? Okay, there's nothing I love more than like a little bit of self-flagellation. Always have and probably always will. Like the sweatier, the longer, the tougher, the better. I used to actually run in the hottest part of the day just because I just like to test myself. Like I'd actually go on to the weather and be like, all right, it's going to get 34 degrees at 12 p.m. That's when I'm running. Absolutely wild, but doesn't necessarily mean you perform well. Just loves like a really hard workout. Let's go back a step. So what was the point of <laughs> what was the point of that? So was <laughs> it was it because, you know, you get extra training benefits from being in the heat or was it just because you wanted to have a headache at the end of it? <laughs> That's actually a really fair question. To be honest, I would love to say that there was some sort of meticulous performance element that I was chasing for that. But really, I think I just grew up as a gymnast, very, very hardworking. My family were also uh, very exercise focused. You know, we were that family that would get up and we'd exercise before school. Like we go to the pool, it was chaos, there was six of us. We'd all be trudging off and then we'd always be late to school and work, etc. 
And then afterwards, it'll be gymnastics. And there was just a line of extracurricular, always exercise-based. Mum and dad were runners. Mum was always said that she's never that person that would get us breakfast because she was running. And that's great. Good on her. Like, I'd probably be the same, to be honest. And so I feel like it's been made normal in my life. And now I kind of found that I was pretty good at it. And then it was just like, how far can I go with this? Actually, meeting you, Liz, has been an absolute game changer because we approach sport, exercise, training, performance completely differently. Yeah. And even just you describing your mornings as a child, I feel like complete contrast in our household. Our household was pretty chilled. Like everyone just sort of got up when they wanted to did whatever they wanted to and then just kind of went to school at like 8.30 or whatever. It was, you know, it wasn't stressful. It wasn't chaotic. We didn't do any sport before school, not a thing. Yeah, it's wild to think of that. And I guess what is it that you love about performing lists? I love to see, I guess, what my body is capable of. And so it is a kind of similar idea to what you're, like the picture that you're painting in terms of like, you know, seeing how far you can push yourself. But I guess mine is a little bit more calculated because I know that just like self-flagellating is not necessarily the way to get the most out of yourself. So I guess I have a different relationship with exercise that I like to do it according to a plan that's going to execute the best results. So I guess a race day or a competition day is a way to see what you're actually capable of. And so you put in the hard work, not because you necessarily love the training, um, but because that's the best way um, to get the most out of yourself in a race. And I've seen that so much just in your daily life, the way you approach your exercise. Like, you know, you might delay a session if you're not feeling it or, you know, if the weather's not great, just because you actually want to get the best outcome from that particular exercise session. Whereas me, I'm all about just fitting it into a really convenient block of time and getting the most done that I can in that time before I move on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Particularly if there's a session that I want to hit um, particular times or like, you know, get a confidence booster out. You know, if we're up in Byron Bay or something, it's torrential raining, uh, like I'll postpone it to the next day if it's going to be, um, be better weather purely because like there is a purpose for each session and I want to make sure that I get the intended outcome out of it um, rather than just enjoying going out for a run. And that's exactly how everyone should be really approaching exercise. It should be done with a bit of a goal in mind and it should be something that they actually have plans and they commit to the structure, whereas it's not something you just do every day obsessively because that's what you do, 100%. I mean, it's an interesting conversation topic, really, because everyone has a different reason for wanting to participate in running or in sport in general. I think it is interesting, you know, is it best to follow a plan and be strategic about it? um, Or is it best just to do whatever you want when you want? I think in terms of injury prevention and performance, it's probably better to stick with a plan um, and preferably have somebody guiding you to help you on your way. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting conversation, Boy, I reckon. It's true. And I, I feel like anytime someone's come away with me, they've always gone home and they're like, what was that? That was like a boot camp. And I don't think of it as a boot camp, but it's like, all right, we're going to go for a swim. We're going to go for a jog at some point, And then we're going to go up to the lighthouse because we've a really good view to show you. We've got three Pilates classes on. <laughs> and, and so like, it's funny because I actually don't count a lot of that stuff as exercise because I just love to move and I like to be doing things. Sitting still is not my thing. But since meeting you and you pointing out how much movement and how much ridiculous exercise, I guess, we do in a day, I think that I very much mellowed. 
which is cool it's been interesting to see like when I first met you it was just like a constant thing whereas now you kind of you do your exercise and then you sort of stop and rest and refuel and then you go and then you do the next thing um so I think it's really I think it is good I think it's better for your body to be a little bit calculated with it I guess absolutely so Alice talk us through what a typical session preparation would look like for you all right so a session being for example I'm just going to go out and run 10k that's usually my favorite thing to do not too long you know it's not too short and that's probably my favorite way to go about it. Before I go for a 10K run, usually first thing in the morning, so I'll always have something, get up, literally flip the kettle, coffee, banana and or juice um, is my pre-session fuel as such. And usually that's probably my limit of what I can tolerate on an actual run, not having a full stomach. Uh, I always do a little bit of pre-run activation, of course, just a little bit of glutes, foot, ankle, calf, and maybe some thoracic mobility. That's my go-to little triad and then of course get out there making sure I've got the best playlist possible that's a crucial element sometimes I'll spend like maybe a kilometer of walking just finding the best playlist it's important it's a really crucial part of my routine and once I found that playlist you've got to get it on the right soul specifically and then I'll usually make myself play games it's like all right when I get to this tree I'm going to start running when I get to this pole no I'm just going to wait I I can tell you I've been on this journey with you we get we ended up going for brunch instead of running. <laughs> we walked so far that we got hungry. Okay, that's true. And then, look, I run my 10K. It's not flashy. It's not really anything special. Usually the same sort of pace. And then when I finish, obviously stop my watch, go home. And then I usually do a little bit of uh, post-run mobility as well. So that's a little bit of hamstring flossing, mainly posterior chain release. That's always my area of tightness. And then food, and that's been something you've been crucial in, Lisa, is making me eat within a 20-minute window post-run. I was always that person that faffed around and did a whole lot of stuff afterwards. It'd be like an hour later and I wouldn't have eaten anything and I've gone hunger flat and I'm grumpy. And speaking to you and also Jess Rothwell as well, get it in. And I've actually trained myself so I actually can tolerate it. Like it's actually not a big deal now. So that's always trying to get that 20 grams of protein in or 25, as close to that as possible being vego that often like a protein shake to be honest because it's the laziest and easiest way to do it yeah yeah but you've done really well at finding food sources as well like yogurt um chobani yogurt is one that's really high in protein um so oh, I think and those edamame noodles they're like 40 grams of protein per serve it's actually wild yeah, it's quite a lot it's good yeah um and chasing that all right so my session is much more of a rookie session compared to what you would be participating in pretending you're going to go for six by 1k reps it's a tuesday morning and it's going to be a 9 30 a.m session talk us through a typical setup for that well to be honest whether i'm going for a jog or doing a hard session my preparation is identical i i'm a breakfast before i run person so that would either be like toast with banana jam and cottage cheese or it would just be something like porridge with banana and of course coffee and i'm not really a juice person so i would just make sure that i've got some sort of hydration i actually like to have boost before i go just because i feel like that's i've got enough liquid in me to make sure that i'm not getting dehydrated if i'm doing a hard session and then very similar to you um in terms of doing a pre-run activation so I usually do that at home before I go because if I'm running at the tan, I can just run straight from my house. But if I had to drive somewhere to do the session, I would do it once I get there. So, um, you know, nice and activated and mobile and ready for the session. And then in the same way, if I have to drive home, I'll definitely take like a squeezy couch of yogurt with me and a banana to have in the car on the way home before coming home and then having second breakfast of the day. <laughs> so I've never seen someone eat so much yogurt. Absolutely loves it. Yeah, I reckon that's probably hey, been very close to being my favourite food. I definitely eat way too much of it, but I'm sure I haven't got any issues with 
calcium or bone intensity issues. But yeah, I do have to say that I'm a little bit slack on the post-run mobility. And I think a lot of distance runners would be in a similar boat. Very naturally, very stiff. So I probably should be doing it more than most people. But uh, for some reason, that's the area that I neglect, probably because I'm not very good at it and I find it really hard. But also, in your defence, you do heaps of Pilates at the moment, so probably you are probably the most mobile you've ever been. Oh, absolutely. And even, like, to be honest, I don't really do that many of the Pilates mobility classes, but my mobility has improved so much uh, just because of the positions that we have to go into, basically, in the actual classes. Yeah, yeah. So that's been really fantastic. Uh, the next thing that we were going to talk about is exercise guilt. So on a taper week or just on a rest day, like what are your thoughts about that, Alice? So it's a really interesting one. So for someone like yourself, and I've seen you in this position, on a taper week, you actually thrive. You've done all your hard training. You've ticked off all the boxes that you were supposed to with your program tape week is you put your feet up, you get good fuel on, good hydration, and then you get yourself amped for the race, right? And you're totally fine for that. I've seen you do it and it's really, really quite admirable. For someone like me, taking away like my movement, my routine and sort of stifling that is actually really, really hard. And I actually hate it. I'm someone that hates tape week. I'd almost prefer not to race just so I'd have to taper. Like just trying to keep me caged up inside is just something that I don't deal with well. It's not natural. It's not. You're like, you're, you're actually like a very organized person, very uh, like strict with your, your routines. Um, so you've got everything that works really like flu uh, fluidly fluently um and it's like which is quite impressive it's how you you're you're super efficient with everything that you do so having a table week just kind of ruins that and yeah it it puts a little bit of a spanner in the works really yeah so it's something that i've actually really acknowledged since contrasting my behavior with you you're happy to sit chill watch some love actually on telly and that's that's wonderful and that is the performance athlete in you absolutely shining through well, I guess it comes from like what we we're saying earlier, it comes from like two different sort of perspectives of, or, or, or reasons why you're actually doing it. I mean, I have a coach and so he will tell me to have a rest day or an easy day. If I don't take that seriously, then that's going to have a flow on effect for future training days. So there's obviously a reason why he's given me a rest day or why he's given me an extra light training day because it's probably got something coming up that's more challenging. So if I don't listen to that, then I know that I'm going to pay the price at a later time. That absolutely makes sense. Whereas mine's very predictable. I know exactly what I'm doing, so I can always be in control of that. And it probably doesn't fluctuate as much as mine as well in terms of like I would have some really hard training days and some really easy training days. And, you know, on a on a hard training day, maybe I just feel like an easy day or an easy day. Maybe I actually want to run, go for a hard run, but I just have to be patient and like stick to the plan. Um, I can't just be as in- intuitive because, you know, it's not just me. I'm working with a coach who's helping me. Um, so it's sort of like a bit more of a team thing. Mm, absolutely. And to be fair, you do coach me, although I am quite an uncoachable person and I follow your running plan, but also it never really has any crazy sessions in there that I'm going to be surprised with. No, right. it, and, and, and that is a different thing. And that's because you're not looking for performance. You're looking for consistent training and injury prevention sort of program. So I think that that's a different thing as well, which is why you don't need to be uh, in the same sort of headspace, I guess. Exactly. You read me so well. And this is a little bit of a curveball question. So we did release a poll this week just in regards to breakfast before you run. Now, that's something that has never been in my world. My family wouldn't dream of it. We actually spoke to them the other day about it. All of my friends that I know always fasted training. 
because most of my acquaintances are morning trainers and they kind of get up at 5am and get out the door sort of thing. Whereas having seen the way you operate, you're much more meticulous with your nutrition, your fuel before your session. And so we thought we'd sort of settle a debate. I thought the percentages were going to be really high on people that go faster training. You thought people were going to have breakfast before they train and you were right. It was similar though. I think it was marginally, I think most people have something before they go. Obviously it's not going to be, you know, bacon and eggs on toast with a side of avocado. But yeah, I think it was interesting. Most people do eat before they go. A lot of people have something before and after. And I think that was probably the most popular uh, outcome that we decided. But yeah, I think people who are running fast and actually in the minority, which I think was a little bit surprising, do you think? Absolutely surprising to me. I thought that everyone was just a fasted person, but I feel like I've probably been living my whole life as a bit of a lie, like a little bit of a bubble where that was normalized. Well, actually, and then coming back to, you know, being more of a performance athlete than like a trainer, I've been around lots of athletes and lots of people who are training for performance. And so I I guess to get the most out of yourself you need to make sure that like you are fueled and pre and post run so I've been surrounded by those people which is why that's kind of all I all that I know yeah it's such a good environment to be around I feel like and just for everyday people as well and also got some really cracking responses coming in so we got like the full rundown of people's morning routine it was actually fantastic really <laughs> eye-opening I think the highlight was oh, definitely the milk it was very very specifically full cream milk glass was it heated up in the microwave 90 seconds specifically 90 seconds in the microwave and then what three heat teaspoons of nescafe pre-run so you get a bit of caffeine a bit of protein so we got this whole recipe of the uh the coffee that was made in the microwave before the run and it was actually brilliant i love it yet to dry it but also fantastic combination of hydration fuel uh, electrolytes. What else is a good for? Yeah, caffeine, I guess. Caffeine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there was another one too that took us through the rigmaroles of, you know, wanting to eat before you go and then sort of leaving it too long, being too hungry, procrastinating, eating, eating too much, and then sort of feeling sick and then running much later in the day and then putting your whole schedule off. And we've all been there. We've all sort of stuffed around with that. But no, it was very enjoyable. So we'll put out a few more polls this week and we love the responses. So keep them coming through. Yeah. And also, if you've got any other questions or any other topics that you'd like us to talk about, also shoot them through. We'll be very honest, raw and real. <laughs>